Strive Coaching Studio, guiding business leaders to meet the highest version of themselves. And now, here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Coaching Studio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to podcast number 23. I'm excited to talk to you today because I want to share with you a little story about myself and kind of put a different twist on a concept, which is about achieving goals and goal setting. Many of us are used to creating goals based on a list of things that we don't have in our lives and that we want or wish we had in our lives. Like we want a million dollars, where we want to live on a beach, where we want a new car or a new house, you name it. I wish I had this. Or once I have this thing, I'll finally be happy or peaceful or relaxed. And many times that can be a motivator toward achieving those things for sure. But today I want to explore with you the concept that while that may be a motivator, it isn't the only way and it may not be the best way to ensure that you achieve your goals. So I used to, this is a little story about me. I used to worry, stress, and wonder how we were ever gonna make it in our business. I started a business in the beginning of the recession and it got much worse before it got better. Now, I totally knew the risks of starting a business at that point, but I thought we were in the best position we could possibly be in, not knowing what was going to happen or how bad it would get. I mean, at one point our bank stopped lending any money to continue running any businesses, including ours. We hadn't had a sale in over three months, and there was not a light at the end of the tunnel that we could see toward having sales at any point soon. Our business partners, in terms of suppliers and our trades people, they were suffering too, and they were at risk of going out of business as well. So we needed to do something to survive, or we'd need to let go of our small staff and go try to find jobs somewhere else to get by. So it was not an exciting time. It wasn't the ideal time to start a business. Obviously, we didn't have a crystal ball to really see what was going to happen or how bad it was going to get. But we thought we were as prepared as we could be with that not knowing. But it definitely got tough. So during that time, the stress levels were definitely high. I was anxious and worried pretty much all the time. And as things got worse, I began to lose sleep at night. I was exhausted at the end of the day, so I'd fall asleep easily. But at around 2 a.m., I would wake up pretty much all the time. And my mind would spin and worry and just be out of control. And then I was just wide awake for the next four or five hours. And it became routine over time. At first, it kind of started gradually maybe once a week when something had happened. But over time, I could see it gradually getting worse and it became a habit. So eventually, after we worked very hard, um, we did make it through the other side, through the recession, and we were able to continue running our business. Then things became much better and we began to grow again. We definitely worked our butts off to get there. But by that time, Even though things were better, I had created a habit. My 2 a.m. wake-ups every night were now routine. My worry and anxiety became my norm. And it was was as if my brain had learned that it was the best way to survive. And then even though it wasn't necessary any longer, it continued to do it anyway. So this hyperachiever and hypervigilant brain that I had deep down 
had really kicked into overdrive and it was working over time, all in the name of protecting me from the dangers of being in business. And eventually it limited me. I was worried and anxious and fearful about making necessary decisions and taking the necessary risks that are really required to run a small business. Mostly everything began to create anxiety or frustration and worry. I was just at a very high intensity level that never seemed to come down. So from dealing with even minor customer service issues, all the way to setting new goals and business planning for the future, it didn't matter what it was. I was at a high intensity level all the time. Survival mode was in place in full force for me. And my habit just became worse. I started to work when I would wake up now. I sent emails. I sent messages. I sent calendar meeting requests all in the middle of the night to my entire team, and they were just bleeding with stress. So any problems or issues or anything and everything that I was dissatisfied about with either them or what was happening in the company at that time, I would address it between 2 and 5 a.m. I couldn't see what I was doing at first. I definitely was telling myself that I was being productive and using that time since I'm awake anyway, might as well get some work done and get these things off my mind. And I was just getting the job done. But we all know, I don't need to tell you right now, that that was not the real story. It was most definitely not my proudest leadership moment at that time and in my history of being a leader. But fortunately, it was short-lived. I did hit a wall. I knew it wasn't working. I realized quickly that I was not living up to the example of my work-life balance philosophy that I had always encouraged of everyone else. I used to be an example of that philosophy, but once survival mode kicked in, I decided that I needed to be at the helm of the ship at all times to keep us all safe and alive. Sleep, peace, happiness, no longer a priority, not important. My hyperachiever and hypervigilant brain were no longer working for me. They were very much working against me. They were actually paralyzing me. I knew that I needed to rethink my approach. We were totally fine. Nothing bad was happening anymore. I did not need my brain to stay in survival mode all the time anymore. I really needed to break this bad habit to stop limiting myself and all the potential I had and our company had within it. I couldn't see past the moment anymore, and I needed to start being able to do that as a leader of my company. So I decided to get back in touch with all the reasons I started the company in the first place. I also remembered why so many people wanted to come to work for my company and why I always had a great following of amazing people. I began to truly appreciate who I was as a leader, what I had created, how proud I was that we made it through to see the future filled with possibility. I worked hard to practice these new habits and correct myself anytime I went off track. And the hardest part was training my brain to stop waking up and getting busy again at 2 a.m. But I did it. I realized I could now relax. I gave myself permission to do that. I told myself it's okay. I can enjoy and appreciate all the time we have and all that we've already overcome and have accomplished. Now I can just focus on the present around us and the future we get to create. 
And once I adjusted my approach to one of gratitude, appreciation, valuing everyone around me, and how fortunate and abundant our world was around us, literally everything changed. It's actually really almost hard to believe what a magical change it was and how it happened so quickly, almost immediately. From this place, we began creating new goals. Our business plans were lofty, very aggressive. Goals from abundance. We were already okay. We didn't need to do anything. We had our jobs. We could pay our bills. We and our kids were healthy. After that, we knew we didn't need anything more. We were fine. Anything more that we would choose to accomplish now would be because we wanted to, because we have a passion to do it. We love what we do each day. We love what we create, the people around us, who we get to do it with. That's why we pushed ourselves and decided to become more than we had ever been. We created new paths. We had to grow ourselves to do it. And because we were already filled with gratitude and satisfaction, we loved every minute of that journey. So I don't want to pretend that it was rainbows and butterflies and everything was perfect after that. The difference is what we were fueling ourselves with. Each time a problem would arise, we'd just deal with the challenge of it. When something didn't work as we expected it would, we'd learn and we'd adjust. As soon as our plans went awry, which they did many times, we just had to become resourceful and creative toward the solutions. Creating goals from abundance allows you the freedom and the gift of being able to do everything you want to do and enjoy all the parts of the journey while you're doing it. Once I was no longer riddled with the worry, stress, and anxiety, I was capable of bringing my very highest wisdom and my best strengths to every situation to be strategic and creative and resourceful, something that was not available to me before. This is the one and only reason that we were able to achieve our lofty goals. I would have limited myself tremendously if I was focused on what I didn't have or what I needed to have from that recession mode of desperation and fear. I would have become smaller and more protective of my world rather than growing and evolving more to become a better version of myself and find my potential to get further and create more. Now, if you're feeling anxious, stressed, worried, or afraid right now, you may be losing sleep too, or maybe it's affecting your body and your life and your health in different ways. Or maybe you just avoid everything altogether and put your head in the sand. We all deal with it differently. But from this place, you add so much challenge, if not make it completely impossible to actually achieve your goals. When you feel those feelings of fear, worry, stress, scarcity, anxiety, or desperation, let them be your red flag to motivate you toward making a switch in your brain. Because those will not be what can fuel you toward achieving your incredible goals. They may help you survive, but they won't allow you to soar to new heights. Recognizing though that difference is what can make or break your achievement of goals. 
Then you can find all the things in your life that make you happy and bring you peace. Take the time to appreciate all that you've accomplished, the lives of others you've impacted, the amazing successes and positivity that's all around you. When you can appreciate all of it, create goals from that place where you get to bring your wisest, most brilliant, and very strategic best self. This is how you will fuel yourself to become who you need to become to get there and love the journey and the path toward getting there. I hope you find value in my story and in this message. Whenever we can learn from someone else's hard times and failures, we save ourselves so much time and heartache. Creating the future you want is so much more likely when you already know how much you have and you don't need anything else. Achieve your goals and your dreams because you can and because you have a passion to do it. This is the magical answer to creating your future. Good luck. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. For more great tips, visit us on strivecoachingstudio.com. 